and so and so this week we will do our level best to uh, come before you all with the second part of the message that we started two weeks ago. But before I get there, I, I just want to say and add on a little bit to uh, the announcements that uh, Sister Leona brought to our attention. The first thing I'm going to say is um, I want to thank all of you all who came out on yesterday to help with the cleanup of the back storage room. Amen, somebody. I have not uh, seen it, but from the word that I got from Pastor Keith that it looked so, so much better. You all were able to get rid of some stuff, some rearrange, rearrange some stuff, some reorganize some stuff. And so that is certainly what needed to happen. I want to thank our trustees for uh, spearheading that event and that effort uh, to make sure that um, uh, that the back area is organized like the front area is organized. Amen. God has given us the whole building. Amen. And so we want to be sure that we keep it uh, nice and tidy and and. Uh, and all like that so we can put our hands on the things that we need to put our hands on. So let me uh, first thank you all, every one of you. I don't want to miss anybody's name, and I might not have gotten the full list of who came by and who did what, but I will say thank you to the whole group. And the other thing that I want to uh, say is um, Sister Leona made the announcement about the uh, Faith for Today Christian Ministries Women's Conference that is coming up virtually on this coming Thursday, Friday, and then uh, the following Sunday. Um, uh, Reverend Swan and Reverend Veronica and myself were invited to be the three speakers for that conference. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and so we went on yesterday, which is why we weren't present here to go and do the recording uh, for that virtual conference. And I'm just gonna tell you to join in on Facebook uh, on this coming Thursday, Friday, and next Sunday at 7.30 uh, to support the ministry, number one, and then of course to support these mighty women of God who Amen. went there and they were they did not come for form or fashion. They did not come to play with it. They just came to speak the word of God. And I believe that your spirits are going to be blessed by it. Um, so tell a friend, tell a, tell your neighbor, tell some relatives to join in for Faith for Today Christian Ministries. As Pastor Gina Higgs has done a yeoman's job of leading that online ministry now. Uh, next month we are be celebrating three years. And so we are excited about what the Lord is doing in her life and, of course, in that ministry. And we want to make sure that we uh, support uh, them. Amen. Amen. So, so tune in, and um, I know you already going to be blessed. You all, you all ain't, you all, just, just wait. Just get on there. That's all I'm going to say. Just get on there. And get on there every night. I don't know who's preaching when. That's why I didn't tell you who's preaching when. But, Amen. um. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It, it was good. It's going to be good. That's the name of Jesus. Well, we're going to move forward 
with the word that the Lord um, has given unto us to speak for this time and in this uh, season. If you all would remember, uh, those of you who were around uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked to you uh, from the general topic about getting blessed. Yes, we did. Uh -huh. we, we know that this topic, uh, when we talk about blessings, uh, is very popular, come on somebody, uh, in the modern Western uh, Christian circles. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we like that. Uh, we love it. We love it when we hear somebody talk about God uh, uh, passes out blessing. Yes, yeah, we love to talk about how God is in the blessing business. I believe it was a songwriter not too long ago uh, wrote a song that just talked about blessings on blessings. Uh, and so we love to hear that. The, the more the passive the blessing, what do you mean about a passive blessing, Pastor I? Well, I'm meaning those blessings that you just stand That's there right. and, right. and, 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 and the blessings will overtake you. That's a passive blessing. Uh, you, you just stand there and this stuff just just comes up on you. Uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. And, and, the, and you know what I've learned, Sister Leona, is that the more passive the blessing, uh, the louder our praise. That's kind of how we work these days. Uh, when we, uh, we, we get over the top, when we hear the, those messages that God uh, reminds us uh, that he loves us so much that he just looks at us uh, and decides to blow our socks off uh, uh, because we are one of his own. Yeah, yeah, we, we love it when it comes like that. And, and I'm not telling you anything is wrong with that. Absolutely not. Uh, I think that those kinds of blessings, I love to receive them as well. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's great and it's good. Um, I don't know of anybody who really would not want to be the recipient of God's amazing grace. Yeah. I don't I don't know of a, of a soul. But but if you remember, if you really recall, we didn't talk about just a sign-up sheet for blessings. Uh, uh, we, we never said that the blessing bus was approaching your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Rather, we simply raised uh, what we might consider a thought-provoking question. Uh, and our question was, is it ever too hard to be blessed? Uh, uh, we wanted to challenge the conversation congregation uh, to really think about uh, is there a time uh, when it was harder to be blessed uh -huh. Uh -huh. in other words uh, ha has it ever been a time in your life when you felt like God had promised a blessing uh, but it really didn't look like it was going to be a challenge uh, to grab the blessing uh, before you got before it got to you uh, uh -huh. see God sometimes will say uh, I will do this, uh, but only after you do that. Do I have a praying church this morning? Uh, 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 you, see, you see, I knew, I knew uh, uh, that there was a time in my life when God had called me uh, to theological study. I, I, I knew that. Uh, but I also had to understand that I was going to have to take some steps uh, to get to what God uh, was calling me to. In other words, I was going to have to do my part. Uh, I, I, I mean, I would have to fill out the application. 
that would mean I would have to do the study. Yeah. I would have to do the reading. I would yeah. have to do the writing. I would have to show up for class. Yeah. Uh, that is why we bring up the subject. Is it ever too hard to be blessed? Yeah. Because sometimes God wants to bless us, but we don't want to do what God has asked us yeah. and required of us yeah. to receive the blessing. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope yeah. this is clear. Uh, to the church this morning. I don't want to leave anybody behind. Uh, I know the education system talk about no child left behind. I don't want to leave anybody in the church uh, uh, behind. Uh, uh, because sometimes it can feel like uh, the blessing is out of reach uh, if it's going to cost you something to get it. You see, you see, we, we didn't really bring this out earlier in the very first message, but, but can I tell you that what we are really uh, speaking about is a setup for a conditional promise. Yeah, God has many promises. Some are conditional, others are unconditional. Am I right about it? I know there's a Bible scholar or two in the congregation this morning. I got to make sure I'm on my toes, Reverend Smart. And they might get me. They might, might call me to the office later on and say, girl, girl, you got to sit down and read it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, see but, but a conditional promise uh, 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 to, uh, is something that, that comes that, that makes a gift, in this case, in this case, uh, the blessing, that's what we're speaking about, uh, contingent, mm -hmm. that's a big uh -huh. word, uh -huh, on some future event that must take place uh, before, the before the donor is bound to make the contribution. Uh, can, I, can I put that in English? For yes. Can I put it in English? You see, if you would remember, Sister Kemper, our focus was on Abram uh, 12, 1 through 3. Uh, that was our first scripture. When God commanded Abram to move from his father's house and go to a place that he would show him. Uh, God had promised that he the donor, God's the donor, okay, would make Abram, yeah. all right, he is the recipient, uh, uh -huh. amen, of great nation, yeah. that he would be blessed yeah. and that God would make him a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. But if we had looked just a verse further, because verse number four in the text uh, said this, uh, it was a conditional promise, uh, but in the King James Version, uh, it said, and Abram departed. Uh, yes. uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, NIV said, so Abram went. Uh, the Message Bible said, so Abram left. Uh, I hope you get the picture. Yes. You see, I believe that way back then, uh, uh -huh. Abram knew that God was uh, a promise keeper. Yes. So he said, if you do this, uh, make you that. Am I doing all right, Pastor Keith? Am I doing all right? You see, in our message, we came to the conclusion that there are times when it can be hard to be blessed. Yes. When you don't have that solid relationship with God, how can you ask to be blessed by the best when your relationship with him is shaky at best? So I, think, I, think, I think that might be a poem somewhere. Uh -huh, uh -huh. 
You, you, we also told you that the answer is yes, it's hard to be blessed uh, when we don't really believe uh, in the sovereignty of God. Right. That, that means right. that he has the right uh, to exercise his right, uh, his, uh, his rule and his reign over his creation. Right. He can do with it uh, how he pleases. That's yeah. right, that's yeah. right. Uh, I, I know we don't like that kind of preaching uh, because we think that God should do everything uh, that we ask him to do. Uh, uh, but God is sovereign, church. He's sovereign. Um, we told you yes is the answer. Also, it's hard to be blessed when we subject God's plan to man's foolishness. Uh, sometimes we call it common sense rules. Uh, but can I tell you that God doesn't operate uh, in a common sense kind of realm. Uh, as a matter of fact, sometimes uh, we gotta understand uh, that when we look at something uh, and it look kind of like what in the world, uh, you might understand uh, it ain't common sense that has to go into it. Uh, we don't put reason and logic on it, uh, right. but we have to look at it through another lens, uh, and that is through God's lens, yeah. because yeah. we gotta understand uh, that we can't always handle what God uh, yeah. is thinking about. Yeah. We can't always understand his plans uh, or his purpose uh, yeah. when we just confine our thinking uh, to a common sense approach. Yeah. Oh God, oh God, oh God, I hope somebody is with me. We also, yeah. we also told the group, Pastor Keith, that the things of God are spiritually discerned. So your blessings can't be just solely based on our thoughts. We told you, we told you that the promptness to God's commands, i.e. being obedient and quickly going into action. When God gives you an assignment or command, will make it easier for you to receive the blessing. Amen. Move in your own time. Amen. See, some of us take our good old, as people call it, sweet Amen. time. Amen. <laughs> we take our sweet time getting things done. And when we move in our own time, every now and then, Brother Rico, we could miss the blessing Amen. simply because we are uh, not obedient to God's plan. Amen. Finally, we picked up on Peter. Peter reminded us of some good stuff. Peter says that we are called out and we are chosen to be blessed. Thank you, Lord. Peter says that we are a royal priesthood, a holy yes. nation, that we Amen. have been set apart yes. to do what God has called us to do and to be what God has called us to be. Uh, was, was Peter right? Yeah, Peter was right about that. But as we move further in our lesson, as we move further in our understanding, uh, we wanted to remind you that uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. Uh, yeah, 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 we are. I, I, I don't know about how you look at this, brother, uh, 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 brother, uh, CJ, I don't know about your life, 
but mine has been abundantly blessed by other people who wanted to be a blessing. Showed up just in the nick of time and remind 
at somebody that this struggle that you are going through, you can get through because you can do hard things. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. That is a, a blessing. God did not give us our good health and Neither did he give us our great jobs or, right. or any of the other resources that he's placed at our disposal. That's right. So we could just sit around and spoil Amen. ourselves. Amen. Amen. So it is our pleasure to use all that God has given us to expand the kingdom and to share his word. I'm going to say it and then I'm going to sit down. We are blessed to be. Amen. 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 So is it ever too hard to be blessed? And the answer is still yes. Let me tell you, I get to be the bearer of good and bad news at the same time. So to simplify what we're talking about, we're saying that we, we are to be blessed. And all we have to do to be blessed is be a blessing to someone else. But God told me, okay, that's good. But you got to emphasize where I say in my word that you've got to be a giver. Not just any kind of giver but a cheerful Amen. giver. Uh -huh. How many of y'all know what a cheerful Amen. giver is? Amen. You see, givers give. And they can give to others. But they must also give to God. God is waiting to bless his children. If we bless his children and we then bless him, we must give him thanks for whatever he does. That's right. That might be good news to some. Might not be so good to others. So let me take time to back up just a minute and remind you of our scripture today. Because we're talking about being a cheerful yes. giver. Which is another conditional promise, thanks to Pastor I. If you want to be blessed, you've got to get through these conditional promises. So here's the point. Be a giver and be cheerful about it. That's right. It's hard to be blessed when your attitude is in the toilet. When your attitude is all upside down, it's hard to be blessed. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know how we treat God as an afterthought. A lot of times we think about how we are with our house. We think about all the people around us. We think about our families. We are thinking about how we are blessed. And we think about God to bless us only after he's delivered us. He's an afterthought. Even after the taxes are paid, he's an afterthought. Our bank accounts are full. He's an afterthought. We get the new cars. 
shiny new objects, everything. Our, we even get a new do. But God becomes an afterthought. Okay, I, I'm going to leave this alone, but God wants you to know that he should be first in life, not second or third. I hope you heard me. See, sometimes I got to say some things that some might not would want me to say. But God tells me how we need to run this church and how we need to run our lives. Yeah. We've got to be cheerful givers. Because you see in verse 6 it tells us that those who sow sparingly yeah. aka stingily will reap what they sow. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sow a little and you will probably get a little back from God. If at all. And uh, Pastor I and her, her wonderful way, she said, this is a simple agrarian meaning. And so I had to break it down. Sister Sylvia, where's Sister Sylvia? She always talks about the big words. I had to break down agrarian and say it's agricultural. And then I had to go on down a little bit more where she said, oh, we're talking about when you're working in the field. We can get down. When we're working in the field. And this is a principle that Paul applies to Christian giving. But if we don't sow stingily and we sow bountifully from what we have, a.k.a. we sow a lot. And, and we give a lot. That's right. You will reap a harvest, which may be a lot. Right. Now, I'm not selling prosperity That's ministry. I'm, I'm not doing the naming and claiming. Right. I'm not even doing the decreeing and declaring. Yeah. I'm just telling you what's in the word. Amen. That's true. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Kemper, for that rousing. <laughs> As my friend down the road, Pastor Jacob, would say, arousing affirmation. You see, Paul had just gotten through telling the Corinthian church that they must make their gifts, their need, their seed, their time, and their talents. Make them ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging obligation. Sometimes we uh, feel like we are just so overburdened because we ask in God's name. Did y'all hear me? So listen to me, listen to me. The things we give to God and the attitude by which we give also determines how we will be blessed. I hope somebody heard that loud and clear because in other words, give what God requires you to give. Yes. Do what God requires that you do. Uh -huh. And then you can stand back and watch God bless you. Uh -huh. I'm going to tell you a quick story and then I'll get out of the way. But um, I, I've been, <laughs> I was so carried away with God's blessing because, you know, some blessings are small in our estimation. And, and so at this point, I just thank God for for a small blessing. Amen. Because if you're receiving, 
sometimes you know that conditional promise comes to mind and you find that if you don't do it conditionally, it becomes hard, too hard to be blessed. But my story goes like this. For years and years and years and years, my immediate family living under my roof would get all the upgrades on the telephones. You know, the, the, the cell phones and stuff. Uh, they would get all the upgrades, and I would have to sit back and not get an upgrade on my phone. Why? Because I was the one paying the bill. And I had to watch each day how high the bill was getting. And, and so they would laugh at me, talk about me because I had an iPhone 6 FE. While everybody's up with 13 and 12 and 14 and, and even 15 is out now. And, and so they laugh at me. Ain't it true? She was one of them. They laugh at me with my 6SE. Because it was way old and, and out of style compared to the rest of the iPhones out there. Anybody ever had to watch how high your bills are going to get? And so I'm sitting there like, Lord, Lord, I, I need a phone. And they laugh. I said, yeah, I, I let them laugh. Because this bill ain't going to get no higher than what it's getting. And, and so I began to sit around, sit around. And then I noticed that my phone got to a point where it just stopped working like it should. Had this line go down the middle of the <laughs> Rico, after that, the, it, it started blinking off and on. And after that, it just quit. I had nothing. Absolutely nothing. Couldn't make no phone call repertoire. Couldn't say to nobody hello. Couldn't say goodbye. Nothing. All right, so I, I began to say, you know, this is this is something. I've been a cheerful giver, Lord, for for years. So now I probably need to figure out how to increase the bill. I got to have a phone. I got to have something. Right, so I went on. I went on, and I said, all right. So, so after I got pushed into a phone, it was a, it was a small but very useful blessing. Amen. Pushed into a blessing. I got all the bells and whistles on the new phone, iPhone 14. Got all of the discounts that went with it. So I ain't had to pay no extra on the bill. And I was sitting back happy and I said, thank you, Lord, that finally you come my way. Some of y'all will get that way. Because sometimes it's a blessing, but that might be big to somebody else. And then there are these kinds of blessings that are small, but huge in your eyesight. Because that's how God will do it. He'll make it so that you can, can go in and enjoy a small thing in a big way. 
I had only waited 30 years for the phone company. To, I'm just being facetious. I've been with the phone company 30 years. <laughs> Let me move on to point number two, and I'll hurry up and get out of your way. God will bless cheerful givers with grace. Which is undeserved, unmerited favor. God will bless you with that. In the NIV version, the verses 9 and 10, the Bible says that God will bless you with favor because he will make grace abound. That means he'll give it to you abundantly. And so you will have not just anything, but you will have sufficiency in everything. Yes enough or more than enough than what you need. That's a good thing, y'all. I'm so glad that he looks out and gives us more than we enough. More than we can ever think of and plan for and dream for. And then in verses 11 through 15, listen to all these blessings that flow from God in that verse. Daily bread. I mean, something to eat, y'all. Because some people are walking around hungry. There's a church over, right over in Glen Burnie, every Saturday when they line up the, the, the cars for people to get blessed with free food, they uh, have people that are out there, uh, I bet you maybe an hour in line before the folk can get it off on the, the table. They have people sitting there waiting with bags in their hands because they need a blessing. And they're getting food to eat. Well, this verse is telling us that the daily bread is there. And we got lungs full of air. My mama used to say when you woke up in the morning. And you began to open your mouth. And you began to open your eyes. You knew you had a blessing right there. Because there was lungs in your in your behind, and, and you were able to, to understand that that behind was, was getting somewhere because it had air. Yes. A blessing. Yes. Uh, there, these are a few of the blessings that God has. And this verse also talks about being able to make a living. All of us who work and are working, need to make a living. And if you ain't making a living by working right now, you're still getting a living some kind of way. And that is a blessing from Almighty God. Because you need to eat. You got to work. And the Bible says you must work in order to eat. The Message Bible says that this most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals is more than extravagant. That's a good thing. He gives you something you can then give away and which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God. I want to be as robust in God as he would have me be. And then it says wealthy in every way. So that you can be generous in every way. I'm taking my time with this because these are important concepts. Producing with us great praise 
to God. Yeah. We've got to praise God yeah. over and over yeah. again. Yeah. We've got to give to God yeah. over and over yeah. again. Yeah. We've got to let the world know that we are cheerful givers. And when we give to our friends and our family yeah. and to those people who we don't even know, that God will bless us as we bless somebody else. Sometimes we got to get up over our high horses and get on down in the dirt and let somebody else know that, hey, you're all right. You're able to be blessed. God has blessed me, so now you get the benefit. I'll tell you that, that you now, we all get the benefit because God has blessed us yes, yes. to yes, give yes, yes. to somebody else. Amen. And so as you go through this week, just know that we want you to know, be a cheerful giver. Yes, yes. Be somebody who if God is proud of Amen. and that God can look at and say, oh yeah, that's my child who's blessing somebody else. Yes, yes. And the people of God said, 